My name is Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome to number 25 in the 25 things I do to grow my blogging business. And today I want to talk to you about clarity. Now, I know many of you are probably hoping for a secret, amazing keyword research trick or um, a email tip that was going to knock your socks off. But the truth is that clarity is the thing that has allowed me to find success in my blogging business and really any success that I can claim in any area of my life can be attributed to clarity. So let me tell you what I mean by clarity. What I mean by that is understanding what my best self looks like, what my purpose is, what my identity is, what it takes for me to feel feel fulfilled. It can be applied to my business life, to my health, to my family, to any of my relationships, um, to my spiritual life. And it is the thing, the understanding, the, the feeling that I take with me into every tactical endeavor. So there are two things that I do in order to find clarity, to practice clarity. And I do mean practice. Clarity isn't something that you find grab onto and then just sticks next to you um, without going anywhere. It is a practice. It is something you have to yearn for and strive for and work for on a regular basis. And so the two things that I do in order to seek clarity, find clarity, and hold on to clarity are to observe and record. So I would have loved to have titled this podcast episode journaling, but I think many of you would have never clicked on it because journaling sounds too basic, too simple, too boring. Some of you are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But those of you who've done regular, deep, thoughtful journaling for any amount of time truly do understand the power of observing yourself and recording those actions, those thoughts, those ideas that come to you. And if you haven't, if if you're saying, yeah, 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 then I would say you haven't tried it. You haven't tried it. And that's my challenge for you today. I'm going to tell you three things that I journal on or three ways that I journal. The first thing is every morning, I take a look at the day ahead. I look at the calendar, look at what uh, tactical items I need to, what activities I have on the calendar, who I have to meet with, what I need to accomplish, recording a podcast, for example, or updating a post or 
meeting with a client, or simply homeschooling the kids. And I say to myself, and I write in my journal, who do I want to be today? How do I want to show up in all of those situations in order to realize the purpose and the fulfillment that I really, really want? How do I want to show up? And I'll tell you a little secret about how important it is to make this a regular practice. I've been journaling almost every day for, I don't know, 30 years. And there are times, there are seasons when I I dry up. I, I go a couple of weeks without doing it. I always struggle to do my morning journaling when I'm on the road. So it could be a couple days at a time if I'm traveling that I don't do it. One of those times was very recently at the TBEX conference. So if you haven't listened to all the amazing things I learned at the TBEX conference, that series of podcasts, I challenge you to go back and, and listen to those. But at the TBEX this year, I didn't do my morning journaling. I didn't even stop. Let it, like, Not only did I not write it down, I didn't even stop to think about it mentally. How do I want to show up today? How do I, who do I want to be today? reminding myself of my identity, my purpose, my best self. And I lost myself at that conference. I got so anxious, so anxious. I did a Facebook Live for my Facebook group when I was there. And I basically said, I'm feeling so much anxiety. And when I look back at that and I think about what that was about, I can definitely directly attribute that to not observing and recording in my morning journal. So that's the first thing. That's what I do in the morning. In the evening, I like to record the magic that happened that day. Some people who ascribe to this philosophy would say, um, write down all the positive things that happened to you. A very general term that we hear out in the public is, or in the world is, you know, keep track, keep a gratitude journal. I don't like to call it a gratitude journal because it's very easy when you're just thinking about gratitude to simply write down, oh, I'm grateful that my spouse was with me. I could have done this in, in when I was in Tebex in Eau Claire. I'm grateful that my spouse, my kids are with me in Eau Claire. I'm grateful that I'm getting to spend time with my best friend, Brianna, who is also here. I'm grateful that we made it safely from Denver to Eau Claire. And those things, while I should be grateful for all of those, absolutely, um, there's another layer there. There's another level of mystery and magic. And I'm not using that word lightly. Magic that's happening in our lives every day. So if we think of it less as a gratitude journal and more as a place to observe and record the magic of the day, then we can get a a different feel, a different vibe as we're writing. An example about that is um, I've been really trying to think about how to balance being a full-time blogger and moving into this space of also being a full-time blogging coach. I can't do both and homeschool my kids and be a good wife and have the freedom that we all talk about that we want. And I'm trying to decide 
how much of my blog that I want to let go. Because I'm really clear that the universe has been very clear to me that this blogging, coaching direction is right for me. But it hasn't been clear up until recently about how much of the blog I can let go of in order to do this. And, and, and I have to keep it a little bit, right? I need a, I need a place to do experiments and a place to continue to write and understand how Google changes so that I can keep sharing that with you guys. So I can't let go all the way, but I do have to let go a little bit. And I've just been feeling so guilty about that. Until I went on that recent uh, road trip through Southwest Colorado that I shared with some of you in my newsletter, my weekly newsletter. And I listened to the story that the ranger shared about Mesa Verde National Park, which we visited. And I think I've relayed this story already, so I won't belabor it, but a lot of people ask, well, where did everybody go who lived in these cliff dwellings at Mesa Verde? And the response that the ranger had was, well, we didn't go anywhere. We're still here. We just moved from those cliff dwellings. He was um, a descendant of those Pueblo uh, Native American natives. Um, move, we moved from the cliff dwellings. We moved south. Many of us moved to Arizona. Many of us moved to New Mexico, he was saying. Uh, so we didn't go anywhere. And he talked about how difficult it was, though, to leave those dwellings that their ancestors had so diligently built. These were beautiful, beautiful dwellings. If you've never looked at pictures of Mesa Verde National Park, please do that. Um, he talked about how hard it was to leave that, not just the fear of not knowing what the future held, but also the sadness that comes with leaving something that you've built with your own hands. And I, I can't even imagine, I'm thinking about, I'm applying this to my blog, but I'm only been working on it for less than 15 years. These people are leaving things that their ancestors built. He said, but we move forward. Because we knew there was something there waiting for us. It was calling us. It was already there and it was just waiting for our arrival. That was beautiful, magical words to me. And what's interesting is I didn't, I'm getting a little teary-eyed recording this with you. I didn't record that in my journal that night because I couldn't get the words just right. I just made notes, Mesa Verde. Um, you know, not go, they didn't go away. They just moved and all these things. And over the next week or so, and this is very recent, but over the next week or so, so there were so many metaphors, stories that have been coming into my life. Nothing that nothing to do with blogging, but things coming into my life there's these stories about moving forward and not looking back. And I can't help but feel that the universe is trying to give me clarity. It's trying to mm, help me know on a deep, deep inner level, my purpose, my identity, where my fulfillment's going to happen, what my best self is all about. Um, as I go into this next season of my life. So it's just my example. Um, but 
I would encourage you if you've been thinking about a gratitude journal, but you just can't get past that level of thank you for the trees outside and thank you that I can turn the water faucet on and I have clean water. If you can't get through all those basic things, then stop thinking about it as a gratitude journal and start thinking about it as a means of recording the magic. Okay, so the observing and recording that I've talked to you about, we've talked about in the morning and what that focus is. How do I want to show up today? Who do I want to be today? It's all about identity. In the evening, it's about gratitude and recording the magic. And then the third thing I want to tell you is that there are times when we get stuck. I talked about one of the stuck things, but there are little stucks and there are big stucks. And um, I tend to record those in my journal as well, wherever it makes sense. Sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evening. I kid you not, sometimes it's both morning and evening for three weeks in a row, same darn thing over and over and over. And when I have that stuckness, how's that for a technical term? When I have that stuckness going on, there are two things I do as I seek clarity, as I think about my best self, as I think about my relationships, as I think about improving my skills. And I'm not just talking about SEO and email marketing and brand deals and product offerings. I'm talking about the skills of interacting with my husband or the skills of gardening, you know, growing tomatoes in a new climate in my yard, little things, big things, including my business and beyond my business. There are two questions I ask myself. They're very similar questions. Some days one works better than the other. So I'll give you both of them. Um, The first one I ask myself is, if I relayed this entire story to my coach, to my either my business coach or my life coach, I don't have a life coach, I have a business coach. So but I like to think, okay, if I had a life coach, if I relay this entire story to them, what would they say to me? And that really allows me to step outside myself and do that observing that I talked about a few minutes ago, observing, recording, observing, recording. When I think about it from perspective of what would, who, what would so-and-so say to me, a coach, what would they say about this situation? It gives me that outside perspective, that observing perspective. And the other question, again, in the similar vein, I say to myself, think about that best, most successful Leslie, insert your own name here, um, 10 years from now, if I achieved all the dreams that I, that I wanted, all the things that I've been pursuing, all the goals that I've been after in 10 years or five years, and that person came back in time to give me some advice, what would they say? Would they say, let go? Would they say, don't give up? Would they say, this is not something to be worried about. Just keep moving on. Would they say, you've come up with three solutions. Let's come up with three more. What would they say to me? So that's how I get through my stuckness. And sometimes I still have to sit down with my husband and talk something through, sit down with, you know, Sue or Brianna, my, my best friends and talk something through. But most of the time, 
I can ask myself, what would my coach say to me? Or what would my best self, my future best self say to me in this situation? Because I believe that usually the answers are already there inside us. And um, we just need to step outside ourselves a moment in order to listen and hear the, the right answer. So an example of that, I've been struggling lately because I'm really excited about a new course I have coming out uh, on everything keyword research. It's just everything you ever wanted to know about keyword research. And I had a goal of getting it out and announcing it on Black Friday. That's been my goal. The course is actually done. It's recorded. It's done. It's built. It's ready to go. There's a whole litany of things that go with launching a course beyond just recording it. And uh, I'm really excited. I was really excited to try to get it out before Black Friday. But I feel like I haven't been spending enough time with my kids and watching them grow up and celebrating them. And I was struggling with this Black Friday deadline that I kind of gave to myself. And um, I was sure I was, you know, as I, as not as I was sitting down to pontificate with my journal, but as I just rushed through my head, well, I was sure my best future self wanted me to get it out by Black Friday, because of course, it's Black Friday, and that's when you should get it out. Um, but when I sat down with my journal, and really, you know, I lit some lit a candle. Thank you, Sue, for the candle that you gave me. I still have it and I'm still burning it. Um, lit a candle, did a five minute meditation, sat down with my journal and really said, you know, to my future self, my future best self, girl, what's going on with your kids? What'd you do? And my future best self said, you are going to really enjoy rolling out this keyword research course. And people are going to learn from it and you're going to impact some lives. But it doesn't have to roll out on Black Friday in order for that to happen. And I just breathe so much easier for the rest of the, the well, I guess it's it's been only about a week since that happened, which is why that example is top of mind. But I just am breathing easier because I'm still going to do it. But I push back the dates. I, I, the dates aren't so rigid. I pushed them back. It's probably still going to come out by the end of the year, maybe the first week of, of January, which is fine, right? In the grand scheme of things, it's fine. But that frees me up to celebrate my kids more, to spend more time with them, to not feel rushed when we are spending time together. So that's my, that's my stuck example. Not to give you too much uh, of the gory details of my personal life. But I, I'm hoping this helps you a little bit. I'm hoping that if you were journaling previously, that you will pick it back up again. If you're journaling now, that you'll maybe try some of these different techniques. Maybe journal a little deeper. If you poo-poo journaling in the past, I hope that you'll find a beautiful, lovely, luxurious, cozy journal and your favorite pen and a corner in your house, maybe just once or twice this week and see what it feels like to 
observe and record how you want to show up for the day, what magic happened during that day, and what your best future self has to say about the places where you're feeling stuck. So again, clarity is a significant part of the um, success that I've realized from my blogging career. But clarity isn't just about writing down my next tiny step or the five goals I have for next quarter, but it's really embracing everything that I want to be, the person that I want to become, the reason why I get out of bed in the morning and embracing those things, observing them about myself, recording them and growing from those to help my future self, my relationships, my skill growth and the contribution that I want to make to the world. So I mm, celebrate you and all of the um, all of those things that those dreams that you have, those um, those those goals that you're working toward, that person that you're striving to become. I'm celebrating it with you right now, and I hope you will celebrate it also by observing and recording that about you. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.